Dead Out Podcast. That's right, I've gotten over that podcasting hump. This is the show that is about nothing and everything all at the same time. That's right, we just take that snowball, shove it down the hill, and see what we pick up along the way. On tonight's show, I think I'm going to jump off, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, I've been out for a couple of weeks, uh, I went from one illness to another. It went from a whole thing with everybody in the house had head colds to sinus infection to another whole cold. And right now my voice is shot. But after two weeks of not being on the air, I just, I couldn't do it anymore. I had to sit down in front of the mic. At least now I sound something resembling myself. But back on the kind of point, um, tonight I'm, because I always talk about me. So we're going to talk about me. Because for whatever reason, I'm able to talk about myself when I'm sitting on the mic. Whereas, it usually takes something to spark a story. I've got tons of stories. I've got stories like crazy. But I, I don't tell them here. And I don't know why. Maybe it's just because it's you know eight episodes in and it's taken what, what, four, almost five months to get this far, and so is when I've got somebody else, and my wife wants to come on the show more, but resources and equipment, <coughs> excuse me, and sorry, I'm still kind of coming over this cold, um, things aren't exactly worked out to where I'm comfortable recording uh, the group together again. Once I get that right, then you know she'll probably be on a lot more. And I'm currently working on a second show that I want to do with her anyway, so I gotta get all these things in order. But, back on the sentence that I still haven't completed, um, where, are we, where are we starting our snowball today? Uh, tonight's snowball, and I, I had this when I was actually going grocery shopping today, and the neighbors were putting up their Christmas lights, and for once, it was it was timely. Um, Thanksgiving 2015 was just this past week. It is now Sunday. Technically, it's for another... Th- no, it's actually... I'm sorry. It's 12.30 in the morning. It's, it's now Monday, the 30th of November. And, but my neighbors were putting up their Christmas lights. And my neighbor's wife, we really aren't big fans of, but my neighbor's wife was outside with him. Okay, because, you know, sidebar, because Snowball picks up whatever. You ever notice how when you refer to your neighbor, you're almost always referring to the male. And I, and I caught myself doing it, and it's a weird sort of thing to do. But, like, as my neighbor and his wife. Because, you know, she's not my neighbor, too. You know, 
they don't live together. Their dogs are my neighbors too. Um, just, well, I don't know, say it's misogynistic or sexist or whatever. It's just a weird way people phrase things. Um, yeah, just popped into my head. Why? Because that's how this operates. Um, nevertheless, back to the story. So, they were putting up their Christmas lights. And I noticed she's outside in t-shirt and pajamas. And I started thinking about this. Okay, it's been established. If you've listened to me for any amount of time, I'm basically a crotchety old man trapped in a 30-year-old body. And I see neighbor chick out putting up Christmas lights and pajamas, and I'm thinking, put some fucking clothes on. Uh, like, have You're out in public. You've left your house. I don't care if you're in your front yard. You know, you're out in the public display. You're a grown-ass adult. Put some real clothes on. I have no problem with walking around in your house in your pajamas all day. If that is what you want to do, that is what you want to do, fine. I'm not going to stop you from dressing however the hell you want in your house. If you want to walk around naked in your house all day, fine. Close the blinds. Please. I don't want to see my neighbors like that. Nevertheless, when you go out, you walk out your front door, you walk out your garage door, you are in public, behave as if you're in public. Put some fucking clothes on. And it's like, I know they've got those pajama jeans and fucking shit like this again. But you know, at least if you're wearing pajama jeans, you're making an effort to, to look like you're dressed properly. Whereas she was wearing, you know, some baggy plaid pajamas that are obviously pajamas and you know, there's no saying this was normal outerwear. Um, and it's and it's funny that I I live in that area of put your fucking clothes on, you know, wear pajamas because it's it's a pajama show. It's it's twelve thirty in the morning. That's all my shows are you know, I record like most parents in the podcasting world. I do this in the middle of the night after everybody's gone to bed. So I essentially record in my pajamas just about every episode. But my wife is one of those lives in pajamas. She lives in pajamas all day, every day. She walks in the door, you know, when she gets home from work, and the boys have her pajamas ready for her to change into. She always wears pajamas. But sure as shit, she is not walking out that fucking door without changing into something decent. Sometimes they even kind of accuse her of overdressing for where we're going. Like, I will throw on cut-off jeans and a ratty t-shirt and go grocery shopping. She will put on makeup to go grocery shopping. She will, do I look okay? We're going to fries, babe. It's okay. You can look bad. It's alright. Or we'll be going to Walmart. Baby, you're not even getting out of the car. Why do you have to 
just you can stay in whatever you're wearing. It's okay. Um, and we're funny this way because we are we're one of those opposites attract kind of couples, like completely opposites attract. She lives in pajamas all day, and if if she's a conscious, if she's home, she's in pajamas. I sleep in jeans. My regular pajamas, like, no shit, honest, ask family. I sleep in cut-off jean shorts. To me, this is comfortable. This is less than I wear in the rest of my day. Now, for me, technically speaking, my pajamas, I could wear outside. I could go mow the yard in what I sleep in. Most people don't have that. Well, there's, and it goes back to my don't wear pajamas when you go outside. Most people who wear pajamas when they go outside are wearing, you know, jersey material or they're wearing pajama pajamas. I don't sleep in pajama pajamas. I sleep in denim. I wear black cut off jeans as my pajamas because that's just comfortable for me. Because pajamas aren't functional. And I say this, go with me here. Most pajamas don't have pockets. Simple. It's a simple little thing. Pajamas don't have pockets. Not functional pockets that you're really going to use. And nowadays we are so connected with, you you have to have your phone. You can't go anywhere without your phone. Um, versus when I was a kid, and you had one phone in the house that was attached to the wall in the fucking kitchen, and that was the phone. Now everybody's got a phone that they can't put down. It's the first thing you look at when you wake up. It's the last thing you look at before you go to sleep. And it's basically pretty much permanently affixed to your hand or within finger's reach. And I'm guilty of this myself. I will admit that I have my phone at an arm's reach unless it's on my charger. If it's on my charger because my prime location for my charger is in the kitchen. And this this goes defies convention. It's like, oh my god, why is your phone so far away? Why do you have it charging way in the kitchen? Two things. One, my house lives in a, basically in a dead zone. I don't have shit for signal in my living room anyway, so it doesn't matter where the hell I plug in my phone. I'm not going to get a damn signal. Um, And two, previously stated, I've got four kids. i got to put my phone where they can't get it. It sits plugged in on a shelf higher than any of them can reach without yanking the cord. This just slows them down, essentially, but it keeps them from dicking with my phone when I'm not looking. Because back when we'd keep them plugged in at a convenient level, you know, we used to keep our phones plugged in where we could reach them and it was very convenient for us and they were right there and we could be plugged in and using our phones actively. But... That also meant that all the little boys who want to play with the little dragon game 
or the Candy Crush, or whatever games that we had on our phones at the time, they would just jump on. They'd hijack and steal phones all the time, and you'd find out that you've, you know, got your batteries completely drained because they took your phone and hid with it. And you just hear little Candy Crush music coming from a closet somewhere. And then you find the three-year-old in the back of the closet with your phone that's now got a dead battery because he took it off the charger. And that's... <coughs> ah. Sorry. And so we've relocated. We made that conscious decision. We can be ten feet from our phones. It's okay. I'll be back for you when you're fully charged. Um, too dramatic. That's what people are. People are too dramatic. It's a phone. People don't usually make phone calls on it, but it's still a phone. Your miniature computer that you keep in your pocket, it's just a phone. You can put it away. My wife is going to hear this, and she's going to tell me, put your phone away. You first. Um... I think she tells me to put my phone away about as often as she tells me that she doesn't care what I'm doing with the show. Um, she doesn't want to hear about the newest podcast that I listen to. Because the guys in, in the podcast world are right. Um, since I started doing this, once you get into podcasting, never, like, never mind making your own show. But once you get into listening to podcasts, you kind of just go all in. You jump in and you want to go and listen and learn and, oh, you wouldn't believe what I heard on this show. Or this was a great interview. You should totally listen to that. Or you're looking for the new show. You're looking for something to fill your time to where every available minute that you've got that you could be listening to a show, you're listening to a show you've basically got to line up. Oh, this show comes out on this day, this show comes out on this day. I've got this much time. I My drive to work this day, I'm going to listen to this show, or I'll listen to part one here and part two on the way home. And you've got to fill every day's commute with a different program. And... You know, if you're like me and you've got a job where you might be able to be listening to podcasts all night, you're fucked. Because I got completely caught up on every show that I listened to before my weekend where I had a 10-hour night where I could work and listen to shows all night. I haven't listened to my own music collection in about six months. Once I got into the podcasting thing, I, I stopped listening to my own music collection. 800-something songs I have on my phone right now that I used to listen to every day for hours on end. My boys loved it, and now I just listen to different podcasts all the time. But that's what happens. You get sucked into it, and you go all in, and... The next thing you know, you're 
you're you're you're there. You're you're part of the group, and you're doing this, and you are doing your own show, and you're wonder you're you go from listening to shows about entertainment and listening to comedy shows and drama shows and things that are entertaining you to listening to every show you can about podcasting and how to improve the craft, which is basically what I do. I listen to uh, seven or eight podcasts on a regular basis, and that's greatly expanded from what I used to listen to. I was like just basically nerdist and occasional smodcast stuff. And I still listen to Nerdist, and it's twice a week, so that helps me. And usually, and it runs an hour plus, so that helps because that gives me at least two solid days of commutes. Okay, great. I've got five more commutes I've got to fill. Um, and so I started listening to podcasts about podcasting, and I went from. One, basically there's like the three, there's like four big names. And there's, I, I can't remember his name. Um, I don't listen to him. I, did, I, I tried his show and I didn't like it. Um, and it's one of those guys who talks religion in a show that has nothing to do with religion. So... No, I'm I'm not I'm not tuning into a show about podcasting craft to get a sermon. I don't I I didn't try, sign up for a church podcast. I don't want to listen to a church podcast. Don't talk God to me when I want to hear about mixing boards. So. Cliff, ah, sorry, I remember the name. Cliff Ravenscraft, and I've heard he's a great coach, and the guy does a great show. It's not my cup of tea, and and there's some people where it's there. He's their style of show, and that's great for them. I'm, there's taste for everybody. There are some people who like listening to me. You're, you know, sorry, self-deprecating. You're out of your mind, but. There are people who like listening to me, so I'm not gonna stop you from enjoying what you like. Um, just not for me. I mean, I'm 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 for me, not you know. Other people may or may not like this show. Other people may like his show and not like his show. Um, I started with one show. He referenced other shows, so I went and started listening to those shows too. And in the end, I dropped the show that got me into the whole area of the How to Podcast podcast. And I listen to the other guys now. And now I'm really big listening to Podcasters Roundtable, where they get a bunch of guys together just to talk about different things going on. And Dave Jackson in the School of Podcasting, which is exactly what it is. And he just goes through all these how-to things. And, I mean, the guy is really actually runs a school to teach you how to develop your own shows, which is great. But I run out of shows to listen to very quickly. 
and maybe it's just because I'm one of those nerds who I, I like to absorb and how to, and because there's that whole don't do things the right way. Um, I've my brother and I have this great sort of you know learning ability. We learn to do everything the hardest way possible. I think we ran the same restaurant. We worked together for, it was about five years that we worked together as the GM and the assistant manager together. We learned how to do everything the best possible way you could because we'd fucked it up every possible way you could. And so anytime we trained anybody, this is how you do it. And they'd come to us with, well, what about this way? Like, nope, done it, doesn't work, work. That doesn't work. Like, how do you know? I did it. Like, if you do it like that, you're going to set your arm on fire. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, I've set my arm on fire. <laughs> I've set myself on fire more times than your average podcaster, more times than your average restaurant manager, more times than your average human I've scorched off the hair on my arms more times than I can remember. I've set my ponytail on fire at least enough times to count on two hands. Maybe not passed off that tenth time, but I'm, I'm, I know I'm passed five times. Um, it surprises everybody every time it happens. For me, it's like, a, damn it, now my hair is going to be uneven for a while. But that's just... You know, that's my learning curve. You know, like the the logo says, normal is not my specialty. I don't know how to do things the right way or learn to do things the right way. I learn how to do things by jumping and doing it. Push record and then figure out what the hell you're doing. That's how this whole show started. And I I wanted to do a podcast. I wanted to do it. I did research. I downloaded an app. And I pushed the red button, and I started recording <clears throat> when I didn't really have a clue. I didn't know what I was going to talk about. I didn't know how I was going to format a show. All I knew is that I've got a mind full of whatever the hell, and I've got a ton of stories. And I can talk, and I can do this but I needed a something. I didn't have a something, but I had a little red button in front of me, and I pushed that red button, and I started a show. And you're growing with me. I, I do not ever recommend to anybody to listen to episode zero, episode one. Maybe the second episode one is a good place to jump in, but I'm not going to stop you if you're a glutton for punishment and you want to listen to those first two shows. Um, but we're growing. We're making the show better. We're we're working out some of the kinks. We're testing out different things. And again, the normal, not my specialty thing. One of the things they always tell you when you're dealing with podcasting, when you're dealing with the internet, anything like this, is that consistency is key. You want to be consistent in your release dates, in your audio quality, in your recording style, and everything you do. 
if you aren't consistent, you want to be improving. And I'd say I'm I'm improving. I'm improving my delivery. I feel um, I'm better at just turning on the mic and talking and getting somewhere. I don't stumble as much over nothing to say as I did, you know, four, you know, even two episodes ago. But I still acknowledge that I'm inconsistent when it comes to necessarily audio quality. Um, I, I keep bouncing back and forth between using one, using my headset mic versus using my, uh, my Audio-Technica desk mic because one leaves me very grounded into a position and I have to be in the office and I have to sit there and I'm glued to that position in the desk versus the headset where I can move around and I'm not dicking with my audio sound at the very least. So, when, (coughs) damn, chest cold, Um, so, I feel like I'm more expressive wearing the headset, but I know I sound better with the desktop mic, so, what do you think? At this point, it seems like all of my odd-numbered or my even-numbered, forgive me, my even-numbered-by-episode number uh, shows seem to be headset shows. Um, Episode 6 was a headset. Episode 8, as you were hearing, is headset. Episode 7 and episode 5 were both in the office at the desk. And I know they sound better. I will admit they sound better to me. But what do you hear? But, yeah, this is the snowball. This is the snowball we've built. Today's snowball started with talking about my neighbor in her pajamas. And now we're talking about my microphones. And this is why I say I'm odd. Um, There are lots of reasons to say I'm odd, but from a podcasting perspective, this is why you would probably think I'm odd. But, on that same note, we are running low on time. And why are we running low on time? Because I'm using the Happy Little Studio. And the Happy Little Studio has a timer. And I've talked about the timer before. We've used the timer before. Tonight, I'm going to really work on the inline, working out the fun little bugs and shit that the timer forces me to keep that shit on time. Um, I think as it gets later, my cough is getting worse. I should probably go to sleep. But, in the meantime, I am going to push some buttons. Because when I push buttons, stuff happens. It's like I could push a button and I could shoot something. No reason for that. But I have a button for it. This mic is a lot more sensitive. Maybe that's why I sound better over there. Um, But, see, I look at the time and it totally throws me off my train of thought. 
Not that my train of thought really goes in a straight line, but yeah, just jumped off those tracks. I'm trains falling into the ravine. Everyone's going to die in a ball of fire. But the timer is right. I am out of time for this week. Before we wrap up the show, I want to give a big shout out and thank you to all of the new subscribers I have. I've got, I've, I'm up on Stitcher now. I'm on, I'm all over the place now. And I am seeing new followers come along with every episode. Uh, SoundCloud, all of the new people on SoundCloud, this is a big thank you to you guys. And let's get some comments. I want some comments, some good job, way to go feedback. I'm wanting feedback from everybody. I don't care if you're on SoundCloud or you get this in Facebook or you wherever you're finding it. If you're on iTunes, totally feedback because I have no clue who's coming to me from iTunes. But feedback, comments, anything. Just want to drop a line and say, hey, tell me. But in the meantime, I am Adam Higgins, your odd dad out. Follow me on Facebook. It's the easiest way to get a hold of me because that shit goes straight to my phone. Find me on Facebook. Follow, like, and you can always find me at oddadout.wordpress.com. I slowed it down because I didn't know what I was saying for a second. And until next week, this has been Adam Higgins, your Odd Dad Out. Thank you and good night. Night.